Hello. <laughs> Hello, back in, back in a different, the same location this time. Yeah, but the I need to the bifold still on in, so they need to get in. I keep saying bifold because we're actually going to be patio doors, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> fancy, fancy word for patio doors. Lovely, um, lovely issues of planning permission and neighbours. So oh, was, really? Yeah, it's always dead fun that extra money what, just. What are they? What, what, I, can't get into it. I can't get into it because this episode will end up being 40 minutes long. But okay. basically, my neighbours aren't very great, let's just say. Not happy with the two years of building work going on in your garden? No, no they're not happy. They're not, I mean, I'm not really happy, to be honest, Karen. I, I'm not happy about the two years work either, but they're making it a damn sight longer with the issues that they're creating for things like <clears throat> leaves will fall and it will look messy. Did, did you have to get planning permission for the shed? No, but how good's the shed? I haven't seen it. You just you, you just oh, told me it was amazing. So good, the shed. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. so it's took right. a while. We'll, so, we'll we get there. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we will have an office with actual light that comes in <laughs> without having builders in it. Because right now they're doing the gym that's attached to the office. So it's just building noise and everything. Chaos. So even if I wanted to be down there with the LED lights and the, the red light district lights, it's, and and... it's chaos. So we're better off here. <laughs> Love it. So what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about, because the only reason I want to do with this this week is because I felt like we touched on it last week when I was talking about the pregnancy-related cover, which if you didn't see it, get to know it through Zurich. Amazing. Um, but we touched on global treatment and how I like work both products in with a client and how I explain it. So yeah. I want to touch on it again. Everyone knows, like, honestly, the amount of people who say it to me, like providers who go, we know you love Aviva. And it's like, I don't love, sorry, Aviva. I love Aviva, but I don't love Aviva. I absolutely advocate global treatment. Like, yeah. that's, it's, if every provider had global treatment, it would be, make my life a million times easier because the problem is, is that when I do marketing or do posts and they want global treatment, I can only go to one provider, which is extremely annoying because if that provider declines critical illness cover, they then can't get global treatment or even as little as, so the way global treatment works is say, for example, um, they were excluded for, say they'd had a breast lump or they'd had any type of lump, but let's just use breast lump because that's really common. Say they'd had a breast lump examined within the last two years, they would yeah. be excluded for breast and ovarian cancer, which would then mean that global treatments declined. So if they've got an exclusion on one of the core definitions on the policy, they can't get global. Okay. So it's like it's actually underwritten. It's an underwritten product, but people don't realise this. It took me a couple of years to realise it because I kept being like, why has it been declined? And then, or for example... If you, your client had a cervical cancer exclusion, because it's on the less advanced mm -hmm. rather than the core, so it's on yeah. the upgraded policy, not the core, you're more likely that, that the certain ways they'd be able to include global treatment because technically if they had core cover, there wouldn't be any exclusion. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you get that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes complete sense to me. So that's like a little thing that I, took me a while to realise, which, which is really good. But obviously... It's not, I'm not trying to be awful with Eva. I love Aviva. I think, the, I think they're amazing and I think they're a very, very good company. But I don't love Aviva and that's why I do global treatment. I love global treatment. And yeah. it just so happens that Aviva do global treatment. But 
from a conscience point of view, everyone knows my opinion on it. At the end of the day, whether it gets used once or twice or five times a week, for me, this isn't a payout. This is you saving your client's life or saving their daughter or son's life. Like that's literally the difference. You're not you're not getting money paid out. You're saving their life. No amount of money can fix that. If someone said to me tomorrow, God forbid it ever happened. Someone said to me tomorrow, how much for Alba's life? Not not enough money in the world. So therefore, if global treatment, if you can say to yourself, right, global treatment would potentially save my client's life. No payment, no payout. Just literally, you know on your in your head that they're going to get the best treatment worldwide. That to me is worth much more than saying to them, I've got you an extra 15 grand payout on your critical illness. Yeah. I'd, and I don't, I'll never ever stop saying it. I don't understand anyone who thinks any differently. The amount of arguments I've had with BDMs and providers about it. And I'm like, you're talking about saving a life. We're not, forget, like, well, I'd rather have more. I'd rather have 200 pounds more on my income protection. As in arguments from like people who don't from other providers who yeah because i always love it when people do that when they'll say yeah when they moan about well we don't really need this i'm thinking well it's a good product and you, and you, might, and you, and you might and they might they might have that opinion on it i'll be honest if i look through i went with eva and i've got a 98 percent rate of in treatment on my and 98% of my clients have global treatment. So that that speaks for itself. When a client understands it, a client wants it. I'm not putting it on and not telling them. Every single yeah. client gets told about it. Hand on heart, I might have one or two a year who'll say, no, nah, I'm not interested. And I'm like, really? You're not interested? No. Nah. No, nah, just I wouldn't like to go abroad. All right, okay, well, that's fine. I've told you about it. You know what it is. I've sent you the document. That's that's your decision. That's fine. But that's happened to me probably, I'd honestly say, once or twice a year max. So when advisors are saying, or BGMs or providers are saying, it's not a it's not a valuable product, it's not something you should be speaking about, well, my stats say otherwise, because yeah. why would so many people have it? So from an advisory point of view, for me, yeah, people might say, well, I'd rather, the chance of having a sick note and having income protection is a hell of a lot more likely than the chance of me being diagnosed with a condition like cancer and being a need in worldwide treatment. 100%, that's fact. You are much more likely to need your income protection. However, if someone said to me, Carla, do you want £2,000 worth of income protection a month or £2,250 a month or... Would you like me to make sure that if you or your three children got diagnosed with cancer, you're going to get the best chance of survival? I'm picking the chance of survival because yeah. no amount of money is going to fix losing my child. And that's that. I don't know whether that'll help anyone else or whether that's just because it's, in, I don't know why it struck a chord with me. But when I heard that, I learned about, I have amazing BDM, Deborah. She's out of this world. She's so thorough and really like makes it relatable. And when I first started in insurance, she was one of the first BDMs I spoke to and she explained global treatment. And I'm not, and I followed her down the stairs. Like I followed yeah. her out the door and I was like, sorry, why isn't this in the Daily Mail? Like, why isn't this in the newspapers? I don't understand. Like, I was like, I was disgusted that parents didn't know about it. So it did proper strike something in me. Yeah. And I know not everyone else feels as passionate about it, but I, I really want to challenge people and ask why. Why isn't that important to you? Why is it not a risk that your 
your client's going to ring you and say, I've got cancer. And even forget people who haven't got kids, people who haven't got kids. Do you want to be seen by your local hospital when you can get in? Or do you want to get seen by the best person worldwide as soon as possible and the best chance of survival? Your life's just as important as, as anyone else's. Why is that not something that's needed? Like, and that goes for my clients as well. Not all my clients have kids, but everyone I tell them, everyone who I tell global treatment to wants it, if they can get it. Yeah, but I think it's a, I think it's a, like, for me, it was a no, I've always sold it when I was an advisor and it was a no brainer. And so, like I said, you did my insurance. And when you did mine, it was, it was one of the things that was like, yeah. In fact, it was so much like nearly, nearly um, execution only. It was like, I want that. I want this. It was like one of the things. I mean, I was with Vitality and originally, and I was like, when I knew that we were, that we had like a Paris on the way, it was like, going to get insured need to be with the Viva and you when you me and you obviously we just literally met at the time that we literally first met no but it's like the product everyone... sells itself it's if you it's completely when you understand it as you said i understood the product so to me it was like a completely and it was you know one of those funny things it was everyone going i was like for the not 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 slagging vitality off here but the the at all because it's a good product for the right people but like the free cost of coffee or the free they meant nothing at that point it was like okay we need to like i'm not bothered about the gimmicky things gimmick so to speak everyone's different but it was about i want to make sure if something was to happen that's covered and there's massive peace of mind with that knowing that there's global treatment yeah and everyone every single person is different so like some people vitality is amazing brilliant product got loads of loads of benefits to it but that doesn't mean you can't have global treatment so yeah, like, don't get a full policy and get global treatment I have this argument all the time and I'm like, like I said last week about like I'll mix Zurich and Aviva for anyone who's having kids, yeah. anyone who's pregnant or planning or going through IVF. That's what I would advise as long as the medical would allow me to. Huh. And it's the same thing with anyone else. Like I suppose people, people do it the other way around. So like what advisors normally do when I speak to them and they ask me how I do it, it's usually that they pick the provider that's best in their opinion for that client and don't even tell them about global treatment. You see, what I do is I check all the providers first. Either the clients are aware of global treatment or they're not. If they've come through from a video of, of me talking about global treatment, obviously I know that's what they want. But if if Aviva, I don't know, let's say for example, Aviva said, yeah, we'll give that person global treatment, but we're going to rate them 100% for the BMI. I would then ring Scottish Widows or Royal London or one of the providers good for BMI and say, what would you do if yeah. they say it's a 25% rating? I go back to the client and I say, right, you can get 100 grand for a tenner with Scottish Widows, 100 grand with Aviva is going to cost you 18 quid. But they're the only company that do global treatment. Every one of them say, give me Aviva for yeah. the global treatment. And this is what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to, I think, like, as advisors, because it does sound so complicated, it does. I'm not denying it doesn't, it does. But it's only as complicated as you make it. So, like, say, for example, if you break it down into bits where we're like, this is for this bit, this is for this bit, a client 99% of the time can follow along with you. It's just when you be like, I'm not saying go on your call with your client or go and meet your client and say, right, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, you need this, you need this for this. It, that, that wouldn't work, no. But you understand your client. And if you understand the client and you talk to them about the unimportant stuff and you get to know them and you want to know what, what matters to them, 
that pretty much does the job itself because then you can work out what matters and you're the one who understands the product inside out. So really, if you're a professional, you know what you're doing. Explaining three different products to a client. And, you know, the other day, I've submitted a client there with what they had Zurich because they were pregnant. They had Aviva because they wanted global. And they had legal and general for their income protection. That was because that was what was best for them on a whole with it all because they wanted the fracture cover with legal and general. But it, that took me two appointments going through it with them for them to understand it. But that doesn't yeah. matter because the client's now got very, very good cover for them, specified around what they need because I've took the time to explain it properly. And that's what that's what matters. So, like, please don't sort of – all I'm trying to get out with this episode is I don't want people, one, to just put me in a box as if I just love Aviva and that's the end of it because that isn't the case. And two, don't put your clients in boxes either and presume that they, want, they don't want it because they do. They do want it because 98% of my clients say they do. Yeah. So you just need to position yourself better. So I've taught the ass off this. Sorry, Ash, you've barely saw three words. Good. Sorry. No, I like it. It's not it's you're passionate about it. Can you tell? Yeah, you're very it's lovely to hear. I know, but I do, I love it. And I, it's not it genuinely, I say all the time, my goal in the next couple of years when the house is done and the kids they're a little bit older. I want to hire a big double-decker bus and go around the UK going on about it because I genuinely think I can see myself sat on GMTV, if that's what it's still called, or BBC Breakfast and being like, why doesn't everyone know about this? And like yeah. talking about it because that's how that's how much I believe in it. Like I've, I've been in touch with Feather in Madrid and said I need to be a shareholder in this company because it's not fair. Like I care too much. But... <laughs> I just, I wish that just parting words with it would be just please take some time to actually understand what you're deciding for your client. That it's yeah. not your place to decide it. And if you want to understand it more and you might not have a very good BGM, I have an amazing BGM, you might not, message me and I'll give you, I'll give you as much time as you need to explain it and, and get you to a point where you feel confident because I just believe everyone in the UK should have the opportunity to decide whether they want it or not for them and their kids. I love it. Done. Boom. <laughs>